<laughs> now this is a society. Yeah, now that's what I call society. <laughs> now that's what I call society three. We live in one. Somebody once told me we live in a society. <laughs> I haven't written a bottom text. When he's dancing on the stairs, they play All Star instead of uh, Gary Glitter. Yeah. <laughs> Match it up with the Fanga Boys. We live in a society. We live in a society. No, no, that, that replaces we like to party. We live in society. We yeah. live in society. society. We live, we live in society. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna nah. Whatever. Be happy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-something share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Oops, all bondage. And Jim. Mystical greetings. Today, we cover episode 39, part two of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. And episode 39, part two's title is Doug's Magic Act. Also, the season finale. Yeah, this is it. Season three, season finale, baby. We've made it through three whole seasons at this point. So this episode features the Doug as the biggest dickhead so far. <laughs> yes, like Such when the Disney a- when the Disney writers were like trying to recreate Doug, they took notes on this episode. Yeah, oh, this yeah. episode is. It is not the worst episode ever, but it is easily the one that features the most vile shit for Yeah. Doug. Like it's well, it's not the most vile like subject matters, certainly, because right. that there's, one there's uh the Doug one that yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> one day. That the subject matter is in and of itself adorable, but Doug personally is yes. the worst he has ever been in an episode of Doug. Oh, yeah. And he gets rewarded for it, too. Yeah, yeah this is he a gets person a reward. you don't want to know. This is a person yeah. you don't want to interact with. This is something that the purpose of educating children is to avoid them being this person. And Jim Jenkins wants to write the version of this story where he wasn't an insufferable little shit. It's crazy. It's like in this one episode, like Doug like doesn't listen. He's manipulative. Gaslights. He's a fucking asshole the whole time. He handcuffs himself to Patty, and at the end of it, Patty apologizes. To him. <laughs> yeah, like it is just the most like emotional manipulation has been a bit of a theme in the third <laughs> season, and. They are capping that off on a fucking strong note. Yeah, so maybe, like, canonically, this one takes place after the shock therapy one where Doug learned how to emotionally manipulate people from bone. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Christ. Jesus. But yeah, this is this is how Doug acts in all the Disney episodes that I've seen so oh far. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm really no longer surprised that got canceled. Oh, Jesus. I don't know if I can do that. Maybe we'll have to end this podcast after the next season. <laughs> you signed on for this until you died. You know Rip and tear doing. until it's done. <laughs> I was just telling those guys, every time that we start recording, I think of the fucking Doom guy going rip and tear until it is done. 
That is us. God. We're the Doom Slayers. Yes. The Dog Slayers. Yeah. Charged by the ancient lords of light to do a podcast. And Doug is the demon of hell. <laughs> you must defeat the Cyber Doug, which is more Doug than regular Doug. Yes. To defeat him, shoot him until he dies. <laughs> With witty content. And a gun. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into this one. Uh, it begins with Doug doing that classic thing that cool young boys do. Jerking doing, it. Yes, and doing a magic show for their friend. Uh, Singular, by the way. <laughs> yes, Doug is doing a private magic show in his living room just for Patty. Insanely weird. <laughs> Insanely weird. Why did Patty agree to do this? I don't I would, know. I would have just been like, uh, is anyone else going to be there? Yeah. No? Uh, I'm going to wash my hair. Also, <laughs> normally, this is the kind of thing that Doug would freak the hell out about even trying to ask her over to do. Yeah. Like, we Absolutely. skipped an entire intro bit of how did Doug psych himself up to do this? Yeah. And, like, repeatedly in this episode, he's, like, touching her hand and stuff. And, like, there were entire arcs in the first season about how nervous he was to touch her hand, right? Yeah. Well, like, I guess I guess some character development happened off scenes. I guess. <laughs> Why would that happen in the show? Yeah. <laughs> well, Doug Actually, also- wait, no. We are following up the uh, Moody School Wonder and so we can assume that courtesy of his time at the Moody School, Doug has learned the power of emotionally manipulating others. He oh. has been awakened to that potentiality. God damn. All right. So the, so he went to the Moody School and then Bone. Then the, So the, the order here is that the Moody School happened and then he, Bone did it. And then he was like, oh, shit, I now know how to apply this information that Bone did in the shock therapy episode. Right. Yeah. I now have learned that you can just fucking lie to people and they'll do whatever. <laughs> Well, uh, so Doug is also dressed like a magician. He's wearing a cape and a top hat, and he frequently uses the magic words that are pretty iconic in this episode. Veni vidi vici. Means I came. Oh. <laughs> okay. I I yeah. yeah. Like... There's... You let me finish. Oh, go, go, go for it. <laughs> we will it never out. let Sam finish. This oh is part God. of the sacred contract for both this show and also all his girlfriends. <laughs> hey, Patty, do you want to come over to my mom's house and watch me do wizard tricks? <laughs> Vinny, Vinny, Vici. God. That's his greatest trick he's ever pulled is getting her over. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well. Maybe he invited everybody and she's the only one that came. Oh, maybe. Or everyone's already left by now and she felt too <laughs> awkward to leave. Like the parents. Yeah, no. Doug's mom and dad picked up Judy and everyone else and took them to the hotel because God, this sucks. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, uh, like, you remember the time when Doug was doing the ventriloquism act for his family? Like, maybe this started as that, too, and then they all just sort of, like, snuck out while Patty was like, ooh, and stayed. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Like, I'm also just thinking about something else about this episode that's weird. Normally, episodes like this are filler, like, bottle episodes is what they're usually called. It's be you just put... Two characters in a small set. You do this because you blew all the budget on other shit and you need a cheap episode. 
this is animation. You don't need to do bottle episodes. Mm. It is not an appreciable increase or decrease in cost to set everything in one room. So this is, it feels like there's some kind of weird cargo culting of, wait, I've seen episodes in other shows that did character development in settings like this. What if we tried to copy that? After all, this whole thing is us trying to copy Peanuts badly. Mm. So it's not just a filler episode, though, right? Because there is, like, quote-unquote character development at the end. of it. It's not good character development, but, so, like, stuff happens near the end of it. And also, like, this is the second season in a row that has ended with mystical shit, right? The end of yep. season two was Doug's Lucky Hat. So and don't tell anybody, this episode is kind of a sequel to The Magic Hat. Kind of. Well, okay, so we need to talk about this, right? So it starts, like, Doug is also offering narrative to all of his tricks, right? At least the beginning tricks, because he says, That's easy, said the magician to the king. And he said the magic word, Veni Vidi Vici. Ta-da! <laughs> oh, that's great, Doug. <laughs> and then now there's steamed rice in a bowl. Right? Like that just like shows up underneath the bowl. Yay. <laughs> so, so I think that like he's trying to tell a story throughout all of this too, right? I mean, this is about him conquering Patty's spirit. I came, I saw I conquered. By the end, she's apologizing to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fully conquered. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Veni Vidi Vici, Doug. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Veni Vidi Vici. Yeah, like this is a thing where I... That sounds like a gag that Sam would do on popular podcast, The Funny Papers, but I swear to God, that's the actual subtext Jenkins is working with here. I think so, too. And and I think that also, like, that's shown because Patty's reaction throughout the magic show changes, right? Yeah. She's resisting at first, but eventually Doug <laughs> wears down her resistance. God. Like, at the first, in the first trick, the one with the steamed rice, it shows Patty clapping but then she checks her watch and frowns, right? And so <laughs> she's sort of into it, but then 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 she has is other not things to it. do. Right. Then watched her her incel friend do wizard tricks. <laughs> there are and other people who I know who I have promised my time to, and while I can humor you for this bit moment, I cannot humor you for fucking ever, Doug. But he doesn't take that as an answer because he obliviously continues. He makes a plush rabbit appear under a cup next. And then this one, Doug, I think this is important. Doug says thank you before Patty claps. <laughs> so pretends <laughs> <laughs> to what's about to happen. Yeah. So he basically asks for applause. Veni vidi vici. Thank you. Sign of a true showman. Oh right. God. And then the third trick, he like pull, does that magician trick of like making one ring turn into a bunch of interlocking rings, and Patty doesn't clap and then just says she's gotta go. <laughs> I can see the way you did the trick, Doug. Don't I'm not really impressed anymore. You almost made it out of there, Patty. You almost got it. <laughs> so close, girl. Come on. Believe in yourself like we believe in you. <laughs> and then 
Like, wow, Patty. She's saying, she says that she has to go and she has to go to beatball practice. I was so pumped to see beatball practice. I was like, oh my God, we get to see the beatball, right? Yeah, no. you thought we, no. you thought that beatball would be established as having a consistent form. You fool, you moron. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? But Doug interrupts her while she says she's got to go. And he's like, no, no, no. One more. Uh, Doug, I really should be going. I've beatball practicing just a little. No problem. No problemo. We'll just jump to the grand finale. But for my last illusion, I need a volunteer from the audience. You mean me? Uh-huh. So not only here, Patty is pressed for time, and she just said that she's pressed for time, and Doug continues to go through this meandering act. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. even, like, hurry up the act part. No. He doesn't give fact, a single shit. No, in fact, he slows down. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna drag this out. Gotta make her ask for it. <laughs> oh, God. She's already asking for it, Doug. What she's asking for is for you to stop. He asks for a volunteer from the audience, and then she looks around, sees nobody, and is like, you mean me? And then Doug, like, nods his head while staring at her and is like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. It's you. It's you. It's always been you. <laughs> and so she sighs and raises her hand, and she's, he calls her the lovely young lady, and she's like, no, I don't want to do this. I want to do this. And then he interrupts her and's like, what's your name, young lady? Uh. So he's, he's like deliberately like he knows she has to go somewhere. And he's uh. still doing this stupid magician act. Like not even doing the tricks anymore. Like he's, if he was just doing the trick, that's one thing. But he's, he's doing, doing the thing. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> the thing you do at the beginning of a magic show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just grandstanding. He's doing the shits purely for ego, right? I mean, God. Doug doing a thing purely for ego. Yeah, that's a real first time event. Fair. That's fair. So I guess he's consistent in this. But then, without explaining anything further, he just fucking handcuffs them together. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws the key away <laughs> and he throws the key away and it falls down the ventilation shaft and patty looks miserable <laughs> unsurprisingly <laughs> she is i get it <laughs> she is not into this like visibly <laughs> By the way, Patty is all of us handcuffed to Doug in the, the <laughs> expectation that something funny will eventually happen. Yes, and we're just like, we, Doug, we gotta go. We told everyone we'd be in Discord for video games in 15 minutes. Uh-uh. The, the lovely young three boys. Wouldn't you like to come and do a trick? Ooh, yeah. Vita Vici. Doug just starts making cyber demon noises, and we're just like, <laughs> rip and tear. You have huge guts. <laughs> Rip and tear. Ah, and tear. Oh, oh, it's a living. <laughs> well, Doug says that all they gotta do is place the magic scarf of Calfonso over top of the cuffs and say the magic words. And it doesn't work. <laughs> and the look of mounting... Fear and loathing on Patty's face is so good. Yeah, she is just like, dude. I hate this so much. (laughs) I would be so fucking mad. Yeah. Oh, Uh yeah. I would 
beat the shit out of Doug. <laughs> no, you're in his house. His parents will catch you, and you're... Well, his parents are at the hotel. Good point. His parents are, like, good. He's occupied. <laughs> just read it. Oh, God, that makes it so much better if the parents are actually just sitting in their room reading. <laughs> they can hear oh. all of this happening. It's like, oh. oh that's fine. Boys will be boys. <laughs> Kids these days have so many advantages we didn't have. Right. <laughs> well, we cut to the title card and then come back. And Doug is giving us an introduction to how he got into magic in the first place. Which is interesting because this is the first time in Doug that he's ever been interested in magic, right? Yeah. 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 On the other hand, it is a stereotypical thing for the loser nerd to be into back before video games. Yeah, I guess I tried to do magic tricks at one point, so that So did I. Hell but yeah. I also, I was more interested in, in, like, prank props, which is kind of what Doug is into. <laughs> yeah. because... I did not do magic. My hands are clean. Mm, you probably did something worse. <laughs> yes, I played video games. Before that, you probably read books. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jim, I know you've, you've read like every Star Wars novel. That's I know true. this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to pretend my hands are clean of all crimes, just that one. <laughs> well, uh,. And book reading's cool, by the way. Not Star reading. Wars books. Dear yeah, God, don't Star read those. <laughs> anyway, so Doug, he thinks about his time in Bloatsburg uh, before they moved to Bluffington. And he thinks about watching magicians on TV as one of them drops another into a bucket of giant fucking worms. It's Penn and Teller. Yeah. Yeah. But they have giant worms. All right. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, I remember that gave me an idea to do my own tricks, like putting a rubber snake in the clothes dryer. And he scares not, his mom. Not magic. Not magic. Not prestidigitation. <laughs> not sleight of hand. <laughs> no, this is minor illusion at best. <laughs> this is being a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> And then he evolved to putting snakes in his sister's bed. <laughs> Good magic trick there, Doug. <laughs> Sick, Benny man. Vidi Vici. <laughs> I mean, that said, this is at least small child idea of what prank is. I accept Yes, but this. that's not wizardry. It's not magic. Right. It's very different from the Penn and Teller shit. Yeah, yes. but it is a chance of, hey, it's a gross thing. I can do the grants. Like, I can see the gag there. At least this part. Oh, same, same. I just, I just take umbrage that it's not what he's doing is magic. <laughs> a thing is found in a place where it is not expected and produces an emotional reaction. Is that not nah. the core of what magic is? You gotta wear a magician's cape and a hat. Good point. I did forget that. Otherwise, you're just being a jerk. Look, maybe we're misunderstanding it. Maybe he wasn't watching Penn and Teller. Maybe that was just a stunt from Jackass. <laughs> and, so, and so Doug was just like, magic is just pranks. Magic is just getting hit in the nuts really fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Doug just runs into a porta potty and knocks it over with him inside. Right, and then shoots it. <laughs> it's like, Vivani Vici, this is magic. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well, and Doug, he's like, okay, but eventually I got the idea 
to go to an actual magic shop and try and learn magic tricks, which only happens after he moves to Bluffington, because that's where the magic shop is. Right. He had to, that's why they moved to Bluffington, so Duck could go to the magic shop. Right, yeah, it's like he had to go to Wizard College at the magic shop at the mall. You're a wizard, Doug. <laughs> yes. Regrettably. <laughs> well, the next scene is it, it cuts to Doug at the magic shop, and it shows going into the magic shop. The magic shop is closed. Like yes. the sign on it says it's closed. They had to reuse the asset. Yeah. Right. For later. <laughs> and he's talking to a mysterious man. Vaguely has... Middle Eastern guy would not look out of place as a side character in Aladdin. Right, and he has like a bolo tie with a smiley face that's tying it up. Like he's a very strange man, right? At least they didn't go racist. Yeah, just for that. Yeah, they went vaguely Middle Eastern as opposed to full bore Middle Eastern. Right, they suggested it instead of like uh putting a stereotype there, <laughs> which right. is they you didn't know... do what Aladdin did at the very beginning. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. With with famous Middle Eastern voice actor Robin Williams. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Doug is explaining to this magician. Well, I told this friend of mine I'd give them a special show, and, well, I want something that'll really impress her. Ah, I think I'm beginning to understand, young man. I may have just the thing. He pulls out porno. <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll be thinking, uh... Don't worry, we'll now follow up with making that immediately justified. Yeah, don't worry, it's just handcuffs. <laughs> Magic handcuffs for your special lady friend. <laughs> this will really don't, wow her. Don't, don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> These handcuffs were designed for a 15-year-old. Don't think about it. <laughs> Don't worry. He brought a parental permission slip. He didn't bring a parental permission slip. <laughs> Don't worry. It comes with a key. He throws the key away. <laughs> Don't worry. They're fuzzy. They're not fuzzy. <laughs> They're wrought iron. That would have been more concerning if they were fuzzy, I think. <laughs> yes. True. <laughs> As soon as it hits Patty, she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Thank Doug, God what? it was not our good buddy who wrote uh, the worst episode, because if he'd written it, they absolutely would have been fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Doug, why does this box have a coupon for the dildo factory in it? <laughs> well, that's just standard issue. My dad was oh. there. Yeah, he's just like, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. It's from the Wacky Wizard Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Wacky wizard, we do exclude it, extruded plastic of all times. Oh god. Well, so yeah, the shop owner just throws a bunch of trash onto Doug's head and then pulls out the Houdini mystery cuffs, spelled W H O O D I N I. There's also Chinese characters on it, but obviously I can't read Chinese, so. <laughs> Well, Doug is like, but these are just normal handcuffs. Yes, you're being arrested, Doug Funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the guy says a very fun line. Oh, no. These are special handcuffs. If you work them right, there's a secret surprise finish to the trick built in. <laughs> He's got to jiggle it the right way. <laughs> 
And then he takes, he pulls Doug close and whispers a bunch in his ear about how to trigger the secret surprise finish for the handcuffs. Ooh. Goodness gracious. <laughs> the phrase work the shaft does in fact feature. God. Oh, stick the key in there, Doug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now twist it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rotate yourself 360 degrees while you're inside. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Doug then imagines... Uh, what this trick would be like if he were to show it to Patty. And he imagines showing a smiling Patty, them being handcuffed, and then he turns them into flowers, and she kisses him and says he's magical. Perfect. What could go wrong? The dream scenario. This is exactly how everything has always gone. Every girl loves a magician, folks. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see a magic trick at the funnies? <laughs> By yourself. <laughs> and so then it cuts back to the real world where Patty is just sitting down talking shit as like pretending to say Vinny Vinny Vici as Doug digs around in the vent. This scene goes on for what feels like a calendar year. They all do, you know that by now. True, but this yeah. part, absolutely nothing happens. Even by Doug's standards, this literally just kills time. Well, I think this scene is important because it is the first, like, well, no, it's not the first. It's an additional demonstration into Doug just not giving a fuck at all about Patty's time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he digs around in the vent. And he finds, he like gets excited and Patty gets pumped too because she thinks that uh, he found the key. But it turns out it's his Bluff Scout pocket knife, which somehow fell in there. And then Doug is like, oh boy, I wonder what other things are in there. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Like not giving a fuck about Patty's time. I'm sorry, I've completely forgotten about the reason I called you over here. He's not even thought that he doesn't care about Patty's time. He doesn't care about Patty. Yeah. He's found yeah. another thing he desires briefly, and so the old one is discarded. <laughs> right. God. And eventually, like, he tries to dig around more, and the vent is full of dust, and he sneezes and drops the key down even further. Aw, oh, man. Yeah. Womp, 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 womp. And so he tries to fish it out with a magnet as Patty stares at him and groans the entire time while like <laughs> while like looking at her watch. Yeah, Doug goes, do you have to look at your watch all the time? <laughs> like, what is that doing? Like, how, how is that even annoying? Yeah. You did this. And uh, also, she has a time constraint. <laughs> she needs to know what time it is. You fucking dipshit. Such an asshole. Well, it turns out that the vent goes directly into the basement, and Porkchop is sleeping down there, and, 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 and the magnet gets caught on his collar, and then Doug picks him up, 
which slams him into the vent repeatedly and knocks Porkchop unconscious. This is no different from hanging your dog if you did this. <laughs> yep. uh-huh. Like, he, he made a noose for his dog here. <laughs> slams his head into the vent repeatedly. Like, oh, this is heavy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, wow, this key is really heavy. I have a really powerful magnet. Why is this key barking at me? Why did I make Porkchop's collar out of aluminum? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, eventually, Patty is like, hey, why don't we just take it to the magic shop where they can fix this? Sensible. Yeah, super sensible, right? And for whatever reason, this embarrasses the hell out of Doug, right? Like, why Why would this embarrass Doug? Is it because he's seen handcuffed to Patty? He can't do the trick, so it threatens his uh, masculine competence. Yeah, like, oh. here's the thing. He's already being embarrassed in front of the single person he most fears being embarrassed in front of. Like, is he worried that he's not going to be able to tell her this didn't happen if she doesn't keep it hidden? <laughs> Was this like the just the classic like men don't ask for directions thing? Like, oh, that was my read on it. There's okay. definitely some degree of that vibe in there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, uh, oh yeah, it's just the next turn. Come on, we don't need to stop. Yeah. Okay. And that like just like abusive shit. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Oh, Entire no. genre of humor that was completely obsoleted by the development of Google Maps. Just like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> he is he right he's so right am i right folks oh my Very nice. god men <laughs> fellas <laughs> back me up here fellas my <laughs> wife <laughs> fluff me up here folks <laughs> well doug is like oh they're just stuck that's all and let's just put suntan lotion on them let's lotion up <laughs> while i got you cuffed Oh no! God! Oh, gotta get y'all lubed up, Patty. God, get all slippery and get out of that bondage. <laughs> no. And then Patty is just like Patty offers the sensible suggestion. Okay, if you don't want to take them to the magic store, why don't we just cut them off? And then Doug, like, scowls at Patty, and it plays this, like, horrible monster riff, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How dare you suggest a solution to this? (laughs) How dare you suggest the obvious solution to this problem for the thing that very clearly doesn't work? What if we just cut them off? (sighs) Okay, okay, we won't cut them off. How dare you destroy my very expensive gadget? (laughs) And she's like, she's like, whoa, 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 hey, oh, it's all right, Doug, no, it's, what the fuck, like, Doug is just, like, threatening her, right? Yeah, he's so aggro. <laughs> yeah, for the first time in his fucking life. This is the most angry we've ever seen Doug, especially at Patty, Because right? a woman Absolutely. has backtalked him. Oh my he's god. He's in a position of authority here, 
and she has suggested that he is not acting correctly. Oh my god. This is the most incel moment in an incredibly incel episode. Jesus. Yeah, when I this is one of the episodes I had in the forefront of my mind when I came up with the incel theory in episode one. Yeah. Uh-huh. This one is like this one big time. Prime example. And yeah, because Doug is like, no, 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 we can't just cut them. These things cost seven allowances, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then he tries to pick the lock with a hairpin that doesn't fit in it. (laughs) (laughs) The suntan lotion didn't work, by the way. Oh, oh, whoa. Just in case you're wondering. (laughs) Yeah, oh, that was just a quick aside. I I know you were on the edge of your seat there, dear reader. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying, Sam. That was a big oversight. (laughs) Well, the hairpin doesn't work either. And Patty again asks to go to the magic shop. Doug, maybe we should walk over to the magic shop and ask them to help. Walk? Outside? In front of everybody? Like this? So in this, I don't know if it's even that he's embarrassed that he couldn't do the trick. He's like embarrassed to be seen handcuffed to Patty. That would be weird if you I saw guess. two people handcuffed, like, walking side by side next to each other. It would be weird. I yeah. guess, but maybe they could be like, we're playing a game of bondage. <laughs> 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 that wonderful yeah, game we all know and love. <laughs> yeah. We're playing Find mommy. <laughs> we're playing mommies and daddies. <laughs> we're, we're playing find the pickle in the in the trash can. We're playing find the pickle in the rick. <laughs> oh no. I turned myself oh. into a bondage episode, Morty. <laughs> Funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh no. We can't let people see us like this. You're right. Let's just spend the rest of our lives handcuffed to each other. Really? Three minutes. Okay, okay. Really? Yeah, don't get excited. <laughs> that is such psycho behavior. <laughs> the fuck it's is like, I want to live inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me cut your skin off and wear it while we're at it. God. It's just the fucking worst. And, and it even plays like the Patty Love yes. riff. You know, like the yes. sound that it usually. It <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> like, like I, want, I want this to go on forever. Maybe that's why he doesn't. Maybe he's doing this on purpose. Oh, maybe. Oh, shit. Maybe he's at the end of the episode. Like they eventually get out of it. Maybe he know has known the trick the whole time. He knows how to get them out the whole time. But he, he just trying. wants to be handcuffed. Yeah, he, just he was... wants to be that close to her that that uh, for longer. Oh, shit. That's what it is. <laughs> it's. I'm a handcuff truther now. <laughs> Me too. It's that he's known the secret. He's kn- the magic words weren't Vini Vini Vici the whole time. It was another word. <laughs> God. <laughs> My God. It was let's play house, baby. We're on a new frontier here, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Doug, <laughs> the funny papers, the handcuff truther. Would you uh, fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> me. Fuck me so good. Let me get the suntan lotion. Oh, God, oh. there was the lotion bit, wasn't there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> fuck. 
<laughs> God, or else it gets the cuffs again. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so they decide, they come up with the great idea that to hide the handcuffs, they will hold a thing of recycling together between the two of them. All right. It's All not right. the dumbest thing. Sure. Fine. Dink sprints over and sees them. He's on a run, and he's holding weights and wearing a how-do-you-do-fellow-kids outfit. <laughs> Very I-have-a-van energy. Yeah, this scene is also amazing because, one, nothing happens in it, and two, it does feature a fantastic line from Doug. Oh, uh, <laughs> we're completely normal, Mr. Dink. <laughs> yes. Being normal. Nothing's wrong here. Checks out, Douglas. Because they do chase Dink off just by saying that. And then again, sarcastically, Patty is like, that was real smooth. And Doug's like, really? (laughs) I mean, we know that Doug doesn't understand sarcasm and tone. (laughs) Such a stupid asshole in this one. In this one, yes. (laughs) But I mean, like, obviously, but this one, they just ramp it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's perfectly done. (laughs) Well, uh, then after they talk about this, they're apparently in front of the Sleech's house because the Sleech's peek around the corner of the fence and are like, fuck yeah, recyclables. Which is also very weird to do. Yeah. Like, take this trash to the trash center for me, please. I'm just going to pile this on top of you. Yeah, because, like, you can see that, like, if the two of them are holding the thing together, that means it's already pretty heavy, right? Yeah. Uh Like, if it takes two, if it's a two-man lift, it's already pretty heavy. And then the sleeves are like... Hey, we have these computer parts and automotive parts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't you take those? They give too? you a carburetor to go to the recycling center. <laughs> that is what they give them. Hey, they got some rare earth metals in those. Those are good money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't they take them to the recycling center? And obviously, like, they don't even wait for a yes or a no, right? The sleep just don't wait for any response. They just right. start fucking stacking. <laughs> Alpha shit. Yeah, they do play. They're the conquerors. Yeah, they do play electric guitar. (laughs) Hello, Doug Funny. The woman who you are engaged in bondage with is appears unhappy. Both of you are now our pack mules. Good day. (laughs) Please take our trash. (laughs) Also, Also, I think it's interesting to note. So you see, we've seen the Sleech's house before, and it's kind of in disrepair. But in this, we can see their mailbox, and it is open, and it is full of spider webs. (laughs) (laughs) Your perfect mailbox. It is awful. (laughs) Well, they stack a bunch of things on top of their, their, their load, including a thing that is labeled danger. And Doug says that he feels awful, that he never wanted to put Patty through any of this. Uh, You're not acting like you feel awful, my man. No. Quite the opposite. You're just digging your hole. If you actually felt awful, you wouldn't care about wasting seven allowances. 
That would be a price that you would have to pay for being an asshole. And you wouldn't care about being seen with her in order to go and, like, get the handcuffs taken off. Cuff her. She's <laughs> wearing handcuffs. Yeah. She's literally your prisoner. Come on, dude. God. It's just so bad on so many levels. Well, Doug remembers all the clips from season one of Meeting Patty. <laughs> awesome. This is also very necessary. Yeah, just the flash. We don't have the scene yet. Yeah, just the <laughs> flashback montage of all the times that Doug was a lot more shy around Patty than he has been in this entire episode today. Hey, remember back when my characterization was the thing it's been in literally every episode that's not this one? <laughs> yeah. Remember back when the thought of handcuffing myself to this woman would have utterly fucking petrified me? Good thing this episode just started with that happening. And remember, and then he says, The only thing I wanted to do since the first day I came to Bluffington was to be near her. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely, he absolutely knows how to get all these handcuffs. <laughs> I just wanted to be near you, Patty. Please. Just let me live inside you. Just want to show you a magic trick. Everything about this is so fucking bad. It's so creepy. It's incredibly creepy. The specifics, in generalities, the subtext, it's all so fucking bad. And the worst part of all of it is Jim Jenkins thinks Doug's being cute here. Uh-huh. You think Come into good? my cocoon, Patty, and we'll turn <laughs> into a beautiful butterfly together. We're just both little bugs right now, but together <laughs> we can be so much more. <laughs> well, he says that it's all he ever dreamed of to be with her, but now the dream is turning into a nightmare. Turning into, yes. Wasn't that already? <laughs> yeah. And they get to the magic shop, and it's already five minutes after five, and Patty is pissed. Justifiably! Oh, yeah, because the store is closed now. (laughs) The fact the magic shop closes at five on what is presumably a weekday is a little weird, but okay, whatever. Yeah, and also that we know Doug has already been in there when it is closed, so he must know the owner. (laughs) It's unethical to do magic at night. This is true. Because that's when it becomes too powerful and it's not a joke anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. The sun is the most powerful anti-magic force known to mankind. It is only under the hateful orb, the moon, that magic can achieve (laughs) full power. The uh, the magician at this store is probably contracted out to the yodeling society for evenings. (laughs) That makes sense. Oh, well, Patty goes into a, a a diatribe here. Let me get this straight, Doug. If we left your house the first time I asked you, we would have been here before the store closed, right? And then Doug says the worst thing in the episode. It's not like it sounds. You're twisting the logic. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, really? Uh, Holy fine. shit. <laughs> like... This is, he's just manipulating and, like, gaslighting. What the fuck, Doug? Jesus. Yeah, no, like, this is interesting because she is completely right in every regard. And Doug is being just the most sniveling little shit. And we're supposed to sympathize with Doug. 
It's crazy. Like, the, it's not like it sounds you're twisting the logic. Like, that is literal, like, that's like concrete logic, right? If we had left when Patty said, hey, here's the right we idea of how leave, to get yes. out of these, then they'd be out. And Doug's like, no, that's not right. <laughs> we got to put some suntan lotion in it. Yeah, your skin wasn't soft enough. <laughs> we couldn't have come out. You can't be right, because if you were right, I, Doug Funny, would have been wrong about something in front of God. you, the person who I treasure most in all the world. Therefore, I have to tell you, your perception is wrong. Jesus. <laughs> You're just remembering it wrong, Patty. That's not what happened. God. <laughs> oh, trust me, not yourself. And Man, this... we, we are on track. This is the season finale that I'm getting pissed at, and we're going in the order of you, then <laughs> Sam, and me. Yep. Well, don't worry. I'm right there fucking with you. Oh, no. <sighs> well, Patty rightfully says... You knew I had a practice, Doug. I told you I was late, but you kept going. You weren't thinking of anybody but yourself, Doug. 1,000% accurate. About oh, yeah. everything Doug has ever done. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Doug's, Doug's like, response was, I was doing this magic trick for you. No, you weren't. No magician does it for the audience. <laughs> they do it because they like magic. Yeah, yeah you do it because it you fucking like... fucking weirdo. Yeah, half the point of magic is putting, is demonstrating I'm smarter than the audience is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm able to trick you. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> all this, there's a weird power dynamic built into the very fucking art form, which, you know what, it's fun to be tricked sometimes, so okay, whatever. But this particular thing, recontextualize this for a second, but this is all about you. No, it was about you. I refer to you, Jim Jenkins, the guy who wrote an entire fucking TV show about how <laughs> awkward his fucking childhood was. Yeah. Well, it's closed till Monday, so what are we gonna do? Sit here two days and not talk to each other? Maybe. Okay. Okay! And anyway, I was thinking about you. Huh! Thankfully, having brushed against the core of what is wrong with Doug as a concept, let alone the character, we then go into what is more of a traditional kids show thing of both them sitting down next to one another really mad but not talking, and it you can tell where this is going to go. Yeah, Doug goes into, like, you know, they play that sad song of Doug actually opening his heart, and he says a phrase that just, like, he's, to this is a manipulative as fuck phrase. It's true, you know. You're all I ever think about, Patty. That's why I bought this trick, to show you. That's why I saved up seven allowances. If I had any idea it was going to turn out like this, I wouldn't have even tried it. I, I guess I only wanted you to... You know, to like me or something. And now, well, I feel so completely stupid. I almost wish I never moved here in the first place. Jesus Christ. This is the most manipulative shit uh, that you can say. He's just pulling out the, he's pulling out the like, oh, oh man, if you, if you don't give me what I want, maybe I'll just break up with you. Like, why did, why did we even get together in the first place? Like, what the fuck? Hey, remember a couple episodes ago when Lamar Bone said this and it was something being said by a psychotic monster who needed to be stopped? 
Yeah, that's why we're thinking that this one comes after that because Doug uh, learned from him, right? Yeah, like he's like, "Hey, it worked on me." Yeah, and the uh, thing is, like, the writers knew this is not the thing the good guy says. Yeah, and he doesn't. He doesn't apologize. He doesn't admit wrongdoing. He's just saying that Patty's at fault for not enjoying it, right? <laughs> you didn't like my sick magic show? What's wrong with God. you? Look, I went to all of this effort to put... I, I put all this effort into trying to make you like me, and you're not liking me back. I guess I'm just gonna have to go kill myself. Jesus Christ! I put all this effort into doing something for you that you didn't want me to because you had other plans. <laughs> I put. I tell you, you can't hang out with your girlfriends, and I tell you, you have to hang out with me instead, and you get upset at the things I tell you we're doing. Yeah. God. Jesus Christ! Like I. This show was supposed to provide moral instruction. (laughs) The purpose of this show, aside from working out Jim Jenkins' psychosexual drama, per his own fucking words, it was to teach kids how to be better people. And the lesson being taught here is vile. (laughs) Yeah. Well... In classic Patty move, she apologizes for getting so weird, she says. About practice. Getting so weird about practice. The thing that she was scheduled to do. The thing that she loves to do most of all. Yes. She has an interest that's not you, and you attempted to override it, and she's pissed off at you for it. Uh Not anymore. Now she's apologizing. Yep. She's apologizing. I will actually I do need to call out one good thing about this episode. Billy West does a very good job delivering the god awful line because he does sound like he's about to break into tears. Fair. For good tears or bad tears, who's to say that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad you did move here because because well, out of all of my friends, I think I like being around you best of all. Really? Yeah. Now uncuff me. (laughs) My favorite part about this is, don't say that. I'm really glad you did move here because, pause. (laughs) I think I like being around you best of all. That's going to get me out of this without being murdered. And it does because they hold hands, which apparently opens the handcuffs, which definitely means that Doug knew how to open them the whole time. Absolutely. I didn't think that until the middle of this episode. Now I'm 100% behind him knowing. Yeah. Like, this is this is his machination. It's God. definitely what the store owner was whispering in his ear. Right? Yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, hey, get her, get her to hold your hand, brother. <laughs> <laughs> little it's little be sick man little dude <laughs> i'm gonna set up a camera in front of the magic shop so that i can film it god <laughs> you know the clothes sign doesn't mean anything yeah it, the, the shop's gonna be closed wink wink yeah. and when so 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 then patty goes to leave for practice and then they like walk up back to together she's like wait 
maybe nah, maybe I'll skip practice. Maybe I'll hang out with you, Doug. And he's like, Oh my god. Because uh, <laughs> she's fucking getting Stockholm Syndrome, right? <laughs> god. And <laughs> they, they say, hey, Doug's like, hey, let's go to the Honker Burger. <laughs> And then they pick up the handcuffs and Doug says... So much for the big finish. Big finish? Ah! Wow! <laughs> My right fellas, we've all been there. My right fellas, the female orgasm doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, God. Well, at on cue, the cuffs explode. And the world goes, the world goes black and white. And there's these like, I I sent this out to you guys over our our group chat. There are a couple of frames, if you pause it, that are drawn in a really weird way where like the world is, the, the world is shrouded in shadow except for Doug. And Patty is there, but her eyes are blindfolded, and, like, her mouth is agape in horror, and Doug is, like, breathing out some kind of gas. Like, it's weird, man. (laughs) Yakistanesian sorcery is powerful and maybe opens your eyes to things you would prefer not to see. That's kind of what I think it is. Like, something in this is mystical, and it's, like, binding them in some kind of contract. It's, like, because the fact that Patty is blinded and, like, like the, the her mouth being open in horror, like, she's Patty almost, is like, blinded and the rest of the world has fallen away. There is only Doug. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that they've opened some kind of contract into this. Like, the handcuffs were a symbol, you know? And that's why Patty is like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go to practice anymore. I just want to hang out with you, Doug. <laughs> God. It's a love potion of handcuffs. More or less. Right. And then the cuffs explode into flowers and leaves and purple paper. And Patty smiles and says, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> what a big finish. <laughs> you did. You're such, you're such a good boy. You did a good job. Oh, who's my big boy? <laughs> Sorry, babe. This usually doesn't happen. <laughs> you're such a big boy, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Patty says that they should race to the Honker Burger, and then Doug immediately cheats and runs before they say go. Which just <laughs> add that extra bit of symbolism in there. Jenkins thinking, if only I hadn't played by the rules back then, maybe she oh, could have been mine. <laughs> oh, oh, Patty only likes bad boys. <laughs> God, and it's even like, like, okay, think about like how much, how much you are saved, how much your fucking ass is pulled out of the fire that she's forgiving you after all this, and then you immediately cheated a competition with her. <laughs> Oh, like Jesus! Come on, conquered. <laughs> so he came, so... he saw, he conquered. He honkered. <laughs> he came, he saw, he honkered. Yep. Good. <laughs> Is that wow, the episode yeah, that's title? The episode title. That's, I don't think we can avoid it now. <laughs> oh no! God. Well, Doug continues to scream "Beanie Beanie Beachy" as he runs off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. 
right? Yeah, he sings it. The last shot is interesting because the last shot pans back to the magic shop and a wind blows some leaves away and the hat wiggles in the wind. Oh. Hey, remember the last season finale? Yeah, maybe this is where the magic hat came from, because it is a hat. The magic hat came back to give Doug what he really always needed, a shot with Patty Mayonnaise, courtesy of allowing him to handcuff himself to her and force her to apologize to him for him (laughs) handcuffing her. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) God has reached down from fucking heaven and given Jim Jenkins the chance to fulfill his dream. And he can't write it in a believable way because it's such a fucking masturbatory exercise <laughs> that nobody involved sounds like a human. God. <laughs> this this episode, episode is sucks. not the worst episode of Doug, but it is easily one of the most morally vile. I would agree with you there. It yep. sucks, man. <laughs> So that's the end of the episode. Dickhole Doug. <laughs> yeah. What do we think the moral is on this? Uh, we're handcuffed troopers now. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's it. Well, that's our moral, but what do you think the implied moral of the episode Just keep on is? going after the girl. She'll relent eventually. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that might be it, huh? That's completely it. That's the only moral you can draw from this. And the real man doesn't ask for directions. <laughs> and funny. don't worry, you can always gaslight women into believing that the problem was their fault. Oh my god. <laughs> this is shit, man. Everybody be cool to each other, Jesus. <laughs> Tell the truth. Uh, fortunately, uh. next time we are done with three quarters of the 90s TV show, Doug, until we have to go to the Disney stuff. And next time we will, of course, be breaking into season four. Please, God, let it be a better episode than this one. Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode of The Funny Papers. Join us next time for the first episode of season four. The last episode, or the last season of the Nickelodeon run of Doug. Good God. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, no. I'm just thinking about our upload schedule. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. Well, we'll see you next time. Only good things will happen. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, everyone. Goodbye. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny! (laughs) Not again, Sam.